0: Let's connect. This is Network Radio. Thank you um, and welcome to everybody out there. Welcome to the first episode of The Business Coach. Every Monday a quarter to two, I will be sharing with you tips that will help you to start or grow your business. The topics that will be presented will be based on the most common questions asked of me either through emails, via mentoring sessions or listening to the mentors. Today's topic has been chosen based on the dire situation out there with regard to getting your business plan taken seriously, especially with regard to investment. I know most of you think that it's hard to get financial assistance, assistance to start your business, but unfortunately, the truth is that most people just don't really understand what the business plan is supposed to do and why you need the business plan. I can hear you all saying we know why we need one. Yes, I know, but that is not so. Through the VUCA mentorship program, we receive thousands of business plans, and we are amazed at the low quality of business plans presented to us and the lack of real understanding of what the investor is looking for. So, first, let's clarify what is an investment for a startup. It could be in the form of a loan, either from a bank, government association, and or private equity firm, from a friend or family member. It could also be the sale of shares by a shareholder. So let's think here for a moment. If you were lending somebody money for a business idea, what would you want to know before lending? Yes, can the business pay back the money? Yes, does the person seem to know what he is talking about? So what do you think your business plan needs to be able to do if you are looking for an investment in a new startup? Remembering this could be the first time you are entering into a business for yourself. You have no track record. It doesn't matter how good you are in the technical sense. If you have no experience in running a business, it's going to be very hard to explain to somebody without giving them the finer details. So yes, what does the business plan need to do? It needs to explain why you need the investment and how you propose to pay back the investment. So that makes sense. Then why do most startups spend days typing pages about their business, what it's supposed to be doing, but it never says how it will do it? Remember here, you don't have any track record whatsoever. There is nothing to show for your idea. And you think that by talking about a structure on your, of your business and the theory of business is going to make the investor take you seriously? Think again. They will read the first two paragraphs if you're lucky and think this is a waste of time, that this person has no idea and it just ends up in the bin. Will he take you seriously next time? Who knows? But I doubt, especially when he has told you what he needs, you to tell him the how. So what does the business plan need to show the investor? It needs to show how you will find clients who will buy your products or services, how you priced your product, what your cost will be to manufacture, sell, package, etc. What research have you done? Who are your competitors? The size of the market? Equip- required and or stock. What are your goals for the next three years and what are the actions you will be implementing to achieve those goals? Who will you employ? Not the person, but the skill level. Which suppliers will you form a relationship with? This action plan must be broken down month by month, especially for the first year. What are the scenarios for earning potentials? They need to be shown. Most investors want three scenarios high road this is your best case this is the blue sky where nothing goes wrong and this is the one where most startups tend to think that they, they put that in there then the investor will take them seriously because how could they fail at this stage remember you as a startup you have this romantic illusion that everybody needs your product or service but the investor wants to know more than your high road they want to know the middle road as well That's probably the most probable case. And they also want to know the lower road, the worst case. As a startup, you must not be scared to show the worst case. And in fact, it gives the investor confidence in you that you have thought about this carefully. The investor will also want to know what are your contingencies if something happens to you. Let's say you get sick or even worse, you die in an accident and now the investor needs to get his money back. Would you be willing to take a policy out to cover yourself? Have you done your homework? Do you know how much it will cost? Will you bring on staff straight away? Is there anybody there who can take over from you so it should something happen? Also, what are the legal requirements that need to be in place before your business can start to operate? Do you have to belong to any governing body or associations? Are there certain standards that have to be followed? Does your product service need to be verified or certified? Are there any bylaws that you need to be aware of to operate? Maybe environmental noise? Do you have permission from your local municipality? And lastly, but definitely not least, what is the business strategic objective, the why you are in business? Now you ask, what is the strategic objective? Let's think about this. The name pretty much tells you one is strategic, so that means, what are you going to be doing? Objectives means, pretty much, how are you going to do it? So let's look here at an example. Triple X business will be the first choice of contact for all plumbing needs in Catla Hong. That is the strategic objective for the business. It is this fundamental question that determines the reason for why you are in business. In this case, the investment required to achieve the strategic objective to set up your business is what your business plan is all about. So let's look at a real-life example keeping with the plumber in Katalahong. A plumber wants to start his own business. He is a very fortunate one. He is a qualified plumber and has been working in the plumbing industry for many years, working for a medium-sized business in Katalahong. He knows that the plumbing company he presently works for is the preferred plumbing company for this area. So he knows that if he wants to compete, he will have to find a way to compete with this company. He doesn't want to compete on price because he's starting out and he knows he will not be able to get any terms from the suppliers uh, he needs to buy his supplies from. He does know, though, that the general public of Cutler know him well, and he himself has a solid reputation of doing a good job. After much research, he believes that the best way for him to enter and compete against his old company is to position his new company through a sales campaign that targets area by area, offering a 15% discount on all work completed for the first three months of business. Now you're asking, but this is competing on price. Well, not exactly. He will charge the same price as his old firm does, but will then discount it back on the invoice only for the start-up period. Why is this important? Simply, once the three months are over, he will be able to convert easily to the normal selling price because he has told his target audience he is going to do so. To offer this discount and still make the 33% margin on his service offering, this is just an example, he will need to get the word out there that he has started his own business. He could do this by spending one month calling on all the people he has done business for in the past and discussing with them his idea. So let's say he calls on 50 homes in the first two weeks and 1% take him up on his offer. That means he will get five new clients every two weeks and let's say on average each new client is worth 5000 and he makes 3000 on each client. This means he has to call on 2,000 houses a month. Is this realistic? No way. So how many of people out there would probably have put this into their business plan and expect the investor to take that seriously? So let's think seriously here. How will he get the clients? He could advertise in the local school newsletter, offering his entry into business promotion. He could put flyers into every person's box, post box in the area. He knows he will have to reduce his hourly rate for internal costing. He will have to keep his overheads to a minimum for the first six months while he builds up a client base. You will have to purchase enough basic supplies for the first three months of operation. And you will need to turn over a minimum of 100,000 rand per month. And this is just a figure for the exercise. As the startup, anywhere discuss the theory of business. Discuss why he has gone into business. No, he is discussing how he is going to start the business. So what does this now tell the person wanting to go into business? how much working capital he needs to kick off the business, how much much he needs to sell a month and the cost to find a new client, the price he can afford to sell his offering at, and how much money he needs to purchase his first three months of supplies. What does this tell the investor reading the business plan? One, he knows his market. He knows how to price his product. He knows where to buy his supplies from. He knows how to find his customers. And lastly, he knows how much money he needs. So many people I come into contact are not prepared to do the homework that is required to show the investor that you know what you are doing. Remember, the investor will not take your business seriously if you do not and is not there to do the work for you. I hope this has helped you to think about why you need a business plan for financial investment for a new startup. And in our next session, we are going to talk about the business strategic objective. Network Radio. Let's connect with music and talk entrepreneurship and business.